Hi, you're listening to Love in Limbo Land, dating for millennials. We've noticed the tragic and treacherous state of dating in the modern day, so we're interviewing people who have found love, people who are looking for love, and experts in the field. To figure out how to make it work. And who are we? I'm Tiffany. I work in the intersection of tech and media. I wrote my master's thesis on online dating and relationships, and I'm always looking to investigate the relationship between data and stories when it comes to dating. I'm Kudzi, and I work in digital media and entertainment, and I love connecting to human beings who have interesting stories that can inspire others to find love and happiness in their own lives. On today's episode, we will talk about how the role of monogamy has shifted and it has gone from being one person for the rest of my life now to one person that is here for me in this moment and might not necessarily be here for me in another moment of my life. So discussing that shift in what monogamy is and how we as a generation and even generations after us and before us have changed the way we date. On today's episode, we have Teddy, who left the U.S. to explore a more passionate life in Europe, free of the taboos associated with sex in the United States. Right now, I mean, there are major shifts in how people view sex. Before it was for reproduction, there was a sense of duty that the man had to be able to provide for the family. Now it's more a sense of desire and people are more liberated to explore their sexual needs and desires more so than before because, you know, with contraception, with new avenues to prevent that pressure of like, oh, I might have a child or a risk of you know, things going awry and having unexpected things pop into your life. Now people feel like they're alleviated and are able to really explore. Before we dig into our conversation with Teddy, please make sure you subscribe to Love and Limbo Land. If you have not, make sure you rate and review and share with your friends that this conversation is something that is interesting to you. Here we go with our conversation with Teddy. I saw this cute guy on Instagram and um i dm'd him and we met up in a park and wound up hooking up an hour later and that's pretty much how my relationship started but how do you go from messaging him to straight to hook up like aren't you afraid like you don't know his history or his background aren't you afraid Mm, not really because well we met in a park and Like, I talked to him for an hour, you know, I got his vibe, and I really liked him, and then uh, my studio was just a block away from where we were, so I asked him if he wanted to come and see some of my clothes, because I'm a clothing designer, and he said, yeah, he was really interested, so I took him there, and we went into my studio, and then, yeah, next thing I knew, (laughs) we were hooking up. And I think the reason why that worked is because the unknown is an opportunity for exploration. We want that curiosity and that longing. And, you know, as children, we kind of had these adventurous tendencies as we got older. Risk and responsibility kind of took over. And I think what Teddy is doing here is going back to his adventurous childhood self and really allowing himself to explore the unknown. Wait, so in that hour, what did you guys talk about? Like, how do you assess that this person's like a good vibe or 
like a right We're fit trying for to learn you. some tips here. no i'm just i had a lot of guys say that all they need is like an hour or like 15 mm-hmm. minutes Got to it. just know that like this person's chill and i want to get to know them more but for me as a girl it takes me like three dates which are each like two to three hours for me to even know if i like someone so well, how is it what's the process like for you just talk about random stuff or what do you talk about um it's more just trying to get like a vibe like trying to see if he's open and asking me questions that's always really important to see if he's actually interested in me and yeah like asking him where he's from what what he's doing you know like seeing if we have anything in common which we did we both lived in australia so that was a big thing and yeah you can just pick up a lot from someone just on how they talk and how they move and that's what so much of attraction is i think that's so true okay so you know i think people get a lot of flack for like hooking up in the beginning and then become a relationship you know tiffany is not that kind of we girl. even had a podcast about this right. but it's scary like i think because you don't know that other person you don't know what they're looking for and in this conversation you can already tell how i'm coming from this fear place of like what if what are the risks you don't even know this person but the difference with teddy is he's coming from a place of like desire passion affection and seeing if that person matches him there rather than what are the risks associated with getting together with this guy so i think it's important for us to be mindful of you know even how we think about relationships and sex did this other guy tell you he was looking for something more or did you both like have the feeling that it just like uh hook up and then we'll see where it goes from there yeah like actually normally i wouldn't hook up on the first date because I know for myself, if I hook up with someone on the first date, it means that I'm actually not that interested in them. It's kind of like, well, this is my chance, so, <laughs> and I want sex, so I just do it. But um, I don't know, with, with Fritz, it just felt right. You know, it was like a nice summer day, and I'd talk in, I took him to my studio, so, like, he liked my but then after looking at that what are you what are you gonna do talk more about the clothes <laughs> yeah like how, how do you how do you get from clothes to hook up first of all like what's this what's the sign there and then like post hookup like how, what's the conversation, what's the conversation? Yeah. And, isn't know? it yeah. awkward <laughs> um no actually like i think sex is a really great icebreaker so actually <laughs> after we hooked up he his personality really came out before he was really shy and after we hooked up that's when i could really see his personality coming out and that's when i really started to fall for him but how it went from clothes to hooking up i mean like he said that he really liked my clothes so i could gauge that he was interested in me by the compliments he was giving and then you know there's that like there's that moment of silence when there's nothing else to say and I just looked at him and I said you're really cute and then I kissed him and then yeah that's so bold like when you go in for the move are you ever afraid that there like there's rejection involved or anything or you just go with how you're feeling and just hope it works out well, I think I learned to give a compliment first and see how they take it. You know, oh, if they if they give a compliment back, then that means that they're interested. If they look, you know, uncomfortable by the compliment, that means they're probably not interested. But at that point, I kind of knew he was interested because it's pretty obvious if you take someone back with you, 
to like your apartment or place you were in my case it's a studio but i'm the only one renting it then you know we both know what's going to happen that's so i mean you know in limbo land they just don't know would people do that yeah i guess they do Mm -hmm. but so how did you then get to uh, make it a relationship yeah like what was the transition how does someone's personality come out post sex for me that's so weird like that he just like was more open after that when like i don't know especially to do something so intimate with someone that like you don't really know that well is it for you do you separate it as just sex and the act or do you like think that it is more of like this intimate connection moment yeah like if it's good then it's definitely more of an intimate connection moment and that's what i was looking for and we both felt it and yeah i think there is something that's um like that makes you more open after sex because they've they've seen all of you you know they've seen you in your most private and vulnerable moments so i think that's it and yeah we both felt really great after and how he became you asked how he became my boyfriend after mm-hmm. how i discovered i really liked him yeah we were talking after we went to the balcony and we were like just having a drink and I was actually going to go meet up with some friends later and I asked him if he wanted to come along and he said yeah and normally I wouldn't do that but I got a really good vibe from him and I kind of knew that everything was going to be chill so we met up with my friends in a park and they loved him and we just spent the whole night together like us four friends it just felt really natural so that's when I really knew. Wow so you like how long did you that first interaction with him how long was that total was that a full day was that 24 hours was that 48 hours yeah it was like about 24 hours wow pretty much exactly yeah he slept over and then he um left the next day and we saw each other a few days later sleepover sleepover yeah. so when, for me sleepover is like you're in my my space now like i have to like 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 you yeah definitely but he liked him definitely yeah have you ever tiffany have you ever been on a 24-hour date never been on a 24-hour date i've been on a 12-hour date um that started at like 10 a.m and ended at like 10 p.m but i've never been uh, it was fun it was a lot though like i think for me spending that much time with someone we did like a lot of fun activities we went to like a rooftop um bar situation then we went to like um this pool another pool rooftop bar we just like went like bar restaurant hopping Mm -hmm. um got dinner just like got to know each other but i do think like it is a lot and i knew him i had known him for like a couple months right um but i feel like I don't know. It's hard to like spend that time with someone when you're not like in a committed relationship with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. Yeah. I just felt so natural with him. I never even questioned myself what I was doing. It just felt right. So you just go with like impulse and feel. You don't necessarily think because I think I'm like straight dating culture we're always thinking like what's the outcome of this or at least i am it's like where is this going but you just kind of go with like feeling and later it just kind of flows rather than being like i need to know what your intentions are i did ask him the next day um like if he was open for a relationship because i had been seeing a guy for some months 
prior and um, I got myself into the situation where we had been seeing each other for a few months and then I realized he wasn't looking for a relationship and I was and I learned to not get in that situation so to ask first and he said he and when I asked Fritz he said that he was open so I was like great so on one of our podcasts we actually talk about this how like if you ask someone they might just lie to tell you what you're like what you want to hear do you think Mm -hmm. that happens in the gay culture or do you think because you already do the thing that you want to get anyway which is the sex part that it kind of like they have no reason to lie about their intentions afterwards yeah i feel like they don't have much reason to lie I also think, like, the idea of the gay culture, I feel like there's so many different types of people, gay right. people. Like, I don't think it's, like, everyone hooks up and then in a relationship. Like, some just go on multiple dates. Some, you know, have long conversations. Yeah, like, but then you have, like, apps like Grindr and stuff that, like, promote that type of culture. Right, yeah. but you have apps like Tinder in the straight world. Like, Grindr just, like, yeah. Tinder... T- to me, Tinder in the straight world is what Grindr is to the gay world. It just served a need. In a, yeah, but do earlier. you think that on Grindr you can go... But, like, Grindr is very like much like show a body part. Or, like, show you only get one picture, right? Whereas, yeah. like, Tinder you can have... Like, but I know a lot of people that <laughs> met on Grindr and then are in relationships. But did they meet... Did they hook up first and then they got into the relationship? Some did, or did, some they... did not. Okay, so yeah. you know people who, like, got to know them first yeah. over time. Yeah. I think it just depends. I really think it depends on the people and the connection. I don't think there's ever a pattern. Even like my friend, my straight friends who are in relationships, actually every single one of them hooked up on the first day. No, 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 oh. not that. I only know like oh. two that hooked up on the first day, um, and I'm still in a like, long-term, like three-year relationship, plus three plus. But they've all met in like really weird ways. Like I don't think anyone that. I know my friends in long-term relationships, straight friends, went on like date, date, converse, date, 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 conversation, like a, like an exclusive relationship. Right. It was always some weird confluence of events I get that you, that you yeah. just had to be open to, like. Right. Strangers. Like it's not set dates. Like yeah. Teddy, do you think that you're successful in? your how you approach dating because you're not like going on these like set dates of like oh dinner or oh you know let's like go out at this time it's very much like off the cuff type of dating yeah it is more i mean like i was dating a lot last year and like sitting through a dinner with someone was not really my thing because so many people you just know right off the bat that they're not for you when they walk in the door you know so i don't need to sit through a whole dinner to figure that out um maybe so that's you like do, is that why you do the park meetup because that's like a quick way to no but i'm saying what do you okay so you don't do the dinners because you know you want to you know right then and there what do you do um now um i used to invite people to um a bar that was just uh, downstairs from my apartment and we would get a drink this is like i usually meet them on grinder um and i was like yeah let's just get a drink and then we would get a drink and if i liked him then and if he liked me then i would invite him up to my place for a second drink um and yeah usually the second drink never happened <laughs> like the guy Does who invited you for the food well now i know teddy i had no idea that guys that when you like go over to a guy's place that means that you're like down to hook up like sometimes um, i just want to talk yes really all guys think this 
Yes. No, we cannot say all guys. Guys, Tiffany, well, you know that. I'm just asking. I'm just asking so what salacious. the perception is. I'm asking what the perception is. So has a guy ever come o- upstairs and you guys not hooked up? No. Oh. Okay. I- I've had guys come upstairs and I was the one who was like, um, so do you want to like watch a movie? Because I don't want to make it seem like they have to, you know? Right. And I was kind of hesitating. And they're like, uh, no, like. Let's just and then they just kiss me like yeah. make me feel like I'm doing it wrong. I don't want to do all that. Right. Um, yeah, but I mean, um, I forgot right. my question, but I'll remember this part. Oh, okay. Um, so I want to know more about like the development of this relationship. So after you asked him, "Are you open for a relationship?" and he said yes, then then like what? kind of interactions did you guys have were they mostly like to hook up or are they hanging out with friends are they going on adventures like how did you develop the relationship further um well after that i went away for a few days first of all he didn't live in berlin at the time he still doesn't live in berlin um i went away for a few days and so we didn't see each other and then i came back and i was having an event for um the launch of my collection and he was there and um, we spent that night together so that was like the second time i saw him and then the next time i saw him was um like a month later because i was in taipei for last september um and then the next time i saw him was at his country house so he lives in West Germany. I'm in Berlin, and we met up at his country house with the same two other friends that we had met with. Met up with the first night we we met, and that was an amazing weekend. Wait, so during this time, you guys aren't exclusive. You guys are just like getting to know each other, right? Yeah, like we never talked about it, but I didn't feel like I had to be exclusive, and I was traveling, so yeah, I met other guys. Right. And then, and did you guys, are you guys exclusive now? Did you guys ever have the conversation or are you guys in an open relationship? Like we're kind of monogamish, you know, like. What does that mean? It means like we're, we're open, but I'm not pursuing anyone. He's not pursuing anyone. I haven't been with anyone else since we've been together. So we're like pretty much monogamous, but we're open if something happens, you know, like none of us really would care that much. We've talked about it. We're both not really jealous people. What scares me here or what, you know, I was thinking as he was saying this was monogamish is really the future. I think so many people have one foot in and one foot out with the option of renewing the relationship, but never actually being in it for real real like let's see how this month goes and if it goes well then we can negotiate and relationships have become this negotiation rather than okay let's try to build a permanent life together and that's why i think less and less people are getting married but what scares me is the idea that someone can leave me at any time i mean it could still happen without this without me saying um no you can't see other options or anything like that but i really think this is the future i think people are gonna have to like change the way they date i mean are you willing to change the way you do it no i don't want to do this this is really scary to me and i just want to be in a monogamous forever relationship with someone um so how could you not i mean i would be so (laughs) 
out like well, how think, are you I not think, like think nervous thing... about someone else coming into the mix when you're in this monogamish mindset like how about if someone just prances in and steals your man he's not no one's gonna do that i mean like so because a man doesn't each get other. stolen unless he wants to be stolen yeah you know? like, no but there are some very persistent people out there who that will is not i just cannot imagine that i mean we say like i love you every two hours like it's just not gonna happen so then why do you say monogamish why can't you just be fully monogamous because first of all neither of us cares if the other one hooks up with someone else you know how could you not care if he hooks up with someone else because i you know i want him to have experiences like he's young he needs to have these experiences and grow so do i and sometimes you know if you're if i'm like out and you know, something happens, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. It doesn't mean anything in the context of our relationship. It's actually kind of fun and exciting to like talk about it. That's what I used to do with Philip, my ex. So how do you separate that though? How do you separate your relationship with this person and this like one time fling or whatever situation that comes about? Like, how does that not become part of your relationship with this other person? I guess because there's no emotional component to it, you know, it's just, it's an experience, you know, it's about like the circumstance and the situation I was in at the time. And yeah, I guess in that way, it doesn't have any consequences for my relationship. I mean, I think the reason that the big reason why a lot of people get hurt when, Mm -hmm. you know, other people hook up is because there's a betrayal. It's not even so much about the actual hookup. It's that they deceived Mm. you or lied or went behind your back or did something that they're not supposed to do. So if you take that element out of it, you know, it's really not so scary anymore, at least not for me. Right. If people just talk about it, I'm like this whole time you're speaking, I'm trying to put myself like in your, um, Kind of mindset and i think i could get there i'm not that person but i i get it i think if people know what it is some ones like people just need to call a thing a thing like if you if you've decided like this is how you can have your relationship then that's fine but it just does i know from, from a lot of people that i know it's like the craziest thing right, right? but well, i think it's mm-hmm. it's it's not that crazy it's just how they it's not it's how they want to okay but i have that. a question how about <laughs> if you hook up with someone and it's like the best hookup you've ever had and you want want to like keep hooking up with that person and then it develops into something more and how about this other person that like do you tell the other person like do you communicate through all of that or what how does something like that work hmm. like has that ever happened to you where you just are like you thought something was going to be a fling with someone and then it ended up developing into something more when you already had like something significant with another person I mean, when I was with Philip mm-hmm. in the late stage of our relationship, when it wasn't going so well, and I, I knew that we were going to break up, like we had talked about it, but why you know, wasn't we it just, going well? Or like, what? What does that mean? Uh, we just like we had a lot of differences, and um, yeah, like we just weren't on the same page about a lot of stuff. And we realized, like, I I mean, I was trying to tell him that we would be, like, better off as friends. But, you know, like, we just kept acting like we were together. You know, he would come over for dinner. We would hook up. And we were still in a relationship. Oh, no. Hold on. You keep breaking in and out. One second. Hello? 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 Oh, my God. Did we lose you? Hello? 
We lost him. Oh no, no. Did we lose you, Teddy? Teddy. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? Please excuse the technical difficulty in this modern day of podcasting and technology. Sometimes things go awry, but we managed to get them back on and continue our conversation. Hello. Hey, can you hear us? Hey, yeah. Cool. Um, sorry about that. No, it was my fault. My phone ran out of battery. Okay. Tiff, where do you want to start from? Um, we were describing what? You were describing like how you and Philip were still doing like coupley things, like he was coming over for dinner and stuff. Mm, and then yeah. maybe just start yeah. with that. And how like and then like what le- and then what led to you guys breaking it off and you pursuing things with like other people? Yeah. Well, I, like I, we had an open relationship too, and I started seeing this other guy, and um, I got really into him, and that was another indicator that told me that it was really time to end things with Philip. So, yeah. And I Philip like... knew you were dating this other guy at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was and, cool with it. Uh, he wasn't like I wouldn't say he was totally cool with it. Obviously, he didn't like it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't you know like we had an open relationship, so it's right. kind of just what happens. But yeah, I feel like with my relationship now, it's so much stronger, and that just wouldn't really happen because I'm not looking for anyone else. I couldn't imagine anyone else, and yeah. How do you get to that point? of feeling that way like how long have you been with this person where you like have this feeling or like how long into the relationship did you feel this um i felt it pretty much immediately yeah but like i mean of course i feel it now even more we've been together for a year almost a year Mm -hmm. and like who said i like how did did you have the conversation about like how you wanted it to be more serious or was it like a natural progression? Yeah, it was like a natural progression. I mean, there was a moment when we said I love you for the first time and there was the moment when I asked him if he would if if we would be boyfriends. So there were like those moments, but that that didn't change anything. Those moments just you know revealed like what was already going on and what we already felt it was kind of like oh finally <laughs> tell me about that we'll um want to be boyfriend conversation how do the people do with these days? yeah what how did who saying? said what to who uh i just said to him like we were in bed and making out and i just said um i want you to be my boyfriend and what was his reaction he was like yeah i want to be your boyfriend too <laughs> oh my gosh Tiff, is that how it works for you okay what? no no actually um that's not definitely not how it works i think i don't know my relationships have always been really weird with that it's like we're friends first mm-hmm. and so that conversation i don't know some like i feel like happens in a different way it mm-hmm. happens like first like we'll we'll be friends and then like stuff happens where it's like more like we're going we're hanging out all the time we're going to dinner. like what is this mm-hmm. you know and i like because i could be on that friend level but like i don't know i feel like you can tell when there's like a romantic context but and do so, you like do you have the conversation i mean a conversation 
So I've had the conversation before and before it was this, like, do you want to be like, oh, I want to be your boyfriend. Do you want to be my girlfriend? For that, I like totally like kind of freaked out. And I was like, because I wasn't ready. And I felt like the conversation, like the conversation came too soon. And I didn't, I really liked him, but I, I also didn't want him to feel like I wasn't interested by saying like, we should wait to have that title because i like did like him but i just felt like i don't know this is happening too fast and i think him seeing my reaction of being unsure it kind of triggered him Mm -hmm. into like oh she's not interested like in that with me so i'm gonna like start talking to like other girls right like he and he did and i found out later i mean because we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend right. and and i just felt so like hurt and betrayed and now my I girl he asked you to be his girlfriend no and then, because like, like you if you know. but like it's kind of like you were like nah boo so he was it like, was okay, not it so was not nah boo it was just like let's get to know each other more it's like we're headed to relationship station but like don't try to escalate it teddy have you ever been in that situation where it's like that person asks you too soon and you still want to get to know them like how do you navigate that <laughs> without hurting yeah. their feelings because like i still wa- like it was in the horizon we just hadn't like reached the train stop yet we're like on the train still to relationship station no. but if you're on the train already then what is the hesitation the hesitation it's gonna wind up that um, way that's a great question i don't know like i just felt like it's hard when you're like, when I think even on the apps, I would say when you're on the apps and you're talking to people and like you start dating someone more seriously and let's say it's like a month in and you're still on the apps and you're seeing all these like other options, which is the worst. And I hate being that person. And I know I hate when other people are that person, but sometimes it really makes you second guess the situation. Like, oh, is this really like, oh, he does this. So maybe he's not the right person for me. And you start looking for answers answers like with other people like maybe if i go out on more dates then i'll be able to like know for sure that like i really like him and want to develop something more with him but they're like little things little like ticks that i'm like not sure about Mm. do you so like do you ever feel like that or do you always it seems like you always just know I feel like I am just really emotional and when I like someone I no longer see their flaws I'm just in my mind it's I know that I can just make it work which you know I can't but yeah I don't look at it as like rationally as you do I probably should though Katsu <laughs> do you look at it that way? No I mean I've like had very few relationships but I don't I've actually learned to you know I'm going through a new like energy phase in my mm-hmm. life um like the 10th one that i go through every year. <laughs> but um it's really important to just go with the flow to me because i think i try to control so many things in my life and there's like one other thing like i just feel like just go with the flow and just like if you have a conversation try it out and if it's not the things it's end it like, but it i think matter. it's so different because like we were even just talking about this teddy you said because you get sex out of the way they don't really necessarily have anything to lie about in terms of their intentions i just feel like even with our guest like we had a guest who basically said and the guy 
the one with the sex too he said that like guys will say anything in the moment and actually believe it too that like they want this or they want to be in that situation mm-hmm. and then and then later when they think about it deeper they're like oh actually i don't want that but the girl like is in that situation where he thinks oh he like wants this and and it keeps developing in her mind because of what he said and what he's communicating how he's like shown that that's what he wants in the moment and i think like where there's this disconnect is like it can switch at any time mm-hmm. and how do you how do you prepare for that and make sure that like you're not caught in the crossfires and i don't think you can I'm, you can i mean you can always get heartbroken it's always a possibility I think that's the thing, like accepting that, you know, you can, it can maybe not work out and being okay with that frees you up to just like live. Like sometimes it doesn't make it heartbroken. Fine. But that's okay too. Yeah. But sometimes I just want to know, I mean, how do you actually know how they're feeling and how do you know that that's going to be like a long-term thing? I don't know. Cause it's like, I don't want to invest. I don't want to invest. Like, how about if you invested all this stuff into this guy and he was giving all, like you said, with the three month guy before this one, how like you thought that it was headed towards a relationship. And then you find out that he's like, not looking for that. How, but like, clearly there were signs and stuff that made you feel like it was heading there and he was on the same page. How do you like besides asking and getting the answer of like are you interested in a relationship or not how do you kind of protect yourself from that or do you just not um well i i learned to ask the question i mean yeah i I don't think there's anything wrong with just coming out in the beginning and asking them if they're open for a relationship it's not like do you want to be in a relationship with me do you want to get married do you want to have kids like not all those questions just like are you open for a relationship like for like my situation i like i'm not having sex with them um and like you know doing that before i know like what we are what this is where we're headed are we getting married yes or no i'm just kidding but like no but i'm just saying like um i that's not what i lead with and so i feel like i have there's more room for deception because like a guy may be feeling it and like into it and communicating these things to me and then it simply be not the case or he's trying he has an ulterior motive that maybe he doesn't even know he has but it's there like that's the scariest thing about like these podcasts is me finding out that like guys could want something in that moment and be for sure certain that they want it and then the next second suddenly be like after they think about it some more like oh i'm not sure and they already communicated to that girl or to that person the other thing that they really want to be there but like what's the what is the big fear that that you'll hook up with them and then they won't want to see you anymore no that just like i spend my time with this person getting to know them and like investing time and energy into like building our relationship and i do like i have goals like obviously like i want to have kids and i want to get married and i want like a partner that's like working with me towards that i don't want to like i don't have i don't want to like date someone for six months to a year only to find out that like actually they don't want 
those goals with me and they might say in the moment that they want those goals um because like there's a difference between like in the moment and six months to a year down the line i mean you can have those conversations you know a month into the relationship and then you haven't invested all that much you know like you don't want to like no, but what That's I'm saying is I can day. still have that conversation with guys and they'll say that that's what they want because like they think that's the, what they want in the mm-hmm. moment and then they realize like actually that's not what I want or maybe that's not what I want with you. Right. But I think you got to give it like a little time like what after they say something. But I, but I also think it depends on the personality. Some people are um, okay taking the risk, you know? Some people are not. Some people have a 90 day rule some people don't like i just think it's like yeah. whatever what if you gotta pick one for you but there's always a risk that like a person's not who they say they are right. i don't think there's I ever think... like a way to just know unless like you know you meet them at church i think you also have to even i think getting to know them is like really the first step anyways before figuring out you know where they stand on these issues like if they want to get have kids or get married or whatever like when i met fritz i was totally certain that i didn't want to have kids and one thing about Fritz is he loves children and he really wants to have kids one day. And now I'm open to it because of him. So, you know, it's like people can also change. Interesting. And, you know, how many with like you and your relationships, how many times do you just like put your heart on the on the line and just let it happen? Do you ever are you ever more reserved because of the fear or like have you just never really even thought about it? It's like I rather risk it and get the reward of be like having this like great love than like um the fear of the rejection if I don't pursue it. Yeah, I feel like I yeah, I'm more into just the whole experience of it. Like last last year when I was dating a dating a lot of guys and i had a few like small relationships on this one longer one that didn't go anywhere um like i had some stuff had happened in my personal life and i was just looking for something to get me out of myself and looking for experiences and make me feel kind of alive again if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i was totally open for all the feelings yeah, so which just was actually, be, which was yeah. a good place to be in, and that's the mindset that I was in when I met Fritz. So, just yeah. be open just to be experience open. it. Just lay it on yeah. the line, you know. Definitely, take a risk, take a chance, and break it's away. So Kelly Clarkson, anyone? Yeah, I think you, you can always to listen. Yeah. I was listening to a lot of Shadé at the time, which really helped. Oh, which is everything. So. Shadé is everything. Oh my gosh, I was having so Shadé is there for you night. always. Literally. I don't even know who Sade is. Oh my gosh, I need to not have you. I'm actually ending. This is the last episode of the podcast, everyone. We reached some I was so afraid to say that, but you guys like inspire me to just say what's on my mind. And how no, I'm don't feeling. say that. Don't say that. What's available differences to all the viewers, to the listeners. No. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'll listen to Sade. I don't even know how to spell Sade. Oh no. S A D E. Sade. Like iconic. Like all the oh no smooth operator. operator oh okay yeah I know that by song. your side you know me I'm not a big music person like I'll know the song but I don't know who sang it or the name of the song well you're lucky because <gasps> now you can experience all of Sade's songs for the first time literally last night I was like just listening to Sade and planning like my trip <laughs> the whole day I love Sade anyway um thank you so much for like coming to the podcast I feel like this is important I feel like Tiffany's having some breakthroughs today. 
around. I think the breakthrough is don't trust guys. No, no. After this whole conversation, this is what you. End I don't up know. With. Every time we have That's a conversation like on this podcast, I get more scared and scared and scared and scared. No, what? Teddy's like Teddy's inspiring us to open up our hearts to experiences to like try things that we haven't tried before. You never know. Might end in love. And to trust people because oh, I think that's the, the thing. Not to trust them, to be scared, to run away. How, how's that working out for away, you? If you're scared and not. run away and you don't trust them, that's that's not productive in any way. Yeah, what'd you get there? Not as zilch. Yeah. And if all the listeners out there, let us know how, what do you think of um, just opening yourself up to like different experiences, experiences and I like that. to love. Do you want date, 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 conversation, relationship, or do you want park come to my studio hookup relationship you know or something in between tweet us at love and limbo land we love you guys so much love you guys Bye. i feel like i've been sounding so crazy on all of these podcasts and i don't know what's going on with me don't put this in the podcast <laughs> i'm gonna put it right there actually um thank you so much teddy thank you yeah i think it's really good tiffany needed this it's so hard to trust people, Teddy, though. I just feel like I've been deceived so many times. But, and what, like, how? Like, specifically. Like, guys example. tell me they want that they want to get married they want to have kids they want all this stuff and then i'll date them and i'll get to know them i'll invest my time and energy in them and then they just like say that they're not feeling it with me anymore hmm it is gonna be mm-hmm. real because yeah. they were not to be trusted from the jump, girl. What do you mean? How do you not? I don't know. I guess I need to figure out what the signs are to not trust someone in the beginning. Stop. Or maybe ask them. You know, what is I, it? I do ask them. I and do. what do they say? Like no. Oh wait, what were you saying? I should ask. Like them? like like if there's a pattern there of them wanting something and then you know changing their mind. Like maybe ask them. Like, what made them change their mind? Can I ask people that? You can ask people anything you want. Yeah, that's true. Especially if you don't, if, especially if they don't, especially if they're, like, breaking up with you or whatever. Yeah. And also, that's like, a, they don't have to answer it, but if they do, you know, they are go one. Yeah. Yeah. Would and you, you can ask them, like, huh? Would you answer it if someone asked you why you're not feeling it anymore? It depends who, who was asking me. If I thought that they were going to blow up and get offended at what I said, I would not answer truthfully. So that's why I think when you ask them, you have to be like, really, like, I just really want to know. I'm not going to get upset. Like, you know, assure them that you're not going to go crazy because that's happened to me before. Oh, okay. Like, you have to come from a sweet place. Yeah, from like a place of, like, just curiosity. My God. Not of, like, insecurity. Oh, I'm so insecure. Okay, man. I think what we learned here and the biggest takeaway is just how the different cultures view sex. In America, that's the risk factor. If you have sex with someone, it kind of determines everything. You know, people put so much value on it. Um, Where in Europe, it looks like responsibility is the risk factor. Um, Defining what something is or having permanence or the idea that you have to take care of someone that's the risk factor and so the different ways that we're living right now really dictate how we're viewing these relationships and what kind of effort we put into the things we want whether that is 
sex or whether that is the responsibility of a relationship and so we're redefining monogamy i mean i think right now the society is trying to figure out a way to put piece the two together whether that is you know having one partner or having multiple partners to fit different needs and desires i think before um your partner really filled like that one role but now we're expecting for your partner to be your everything um you want them to be your best friend you want them to be your passionate lover your security your adventure your novelty your surprise your mystery your exploration and that puts a lot of pressure on that person because now we think okay the quality of our relationships determines the quality of our lives and we're we're putting all these expectations on these relationships that we never did before i think one thing we can learn from teddy is to stop doing that and really just focus on what makes us happy thank you guys for listening if you like this episode even this format of episode with some narration in the middle please let us know on love and limbo land that's our twitter handle you can follow tiffany and i on twitter as well as instagram we love you be amazing change the world don't be basic bye Bye. i'm tiffany and i'm kudzi and you've been listening to love in limbo land you can find us on twitter at love and limbo land and don't forget to go to apple or google play podcast to subscribe rate and review until next time it's over boo don't let them play you